Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology of March 3rd, 2024. The Pisces New Moon Workshop will be next Sunday, March 10th at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. If you can't join live, you will get the recording. We will take a deep dive into the Pisces moon and what it may mean for you based on your sun and rising sign, as well as I will do as many participant hot takes as I can. So go to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com to sign up today. Up first, some astrology and action stories from last week. Now, remember, I record this early, so more may have happened. But we had first Venus and then Mars and Aquarius. Venus rules gifts, love, beauty, money, relationships. Mars strives and achieves. It rules competition. It's actions. In Aquarius, a sign of technology in the collective squared Jupiter and Taurus. Jupiter rules wealth and abundance. Taurus rules land as well as all kinds of resources. And then the Sun, Mercury, and Saturn all met up at nine degrees of Pisces. The Sun spotlights things. Mercury rules communication, transportation, and commerce. Saturn limits or ends things, brings boundaries, earns success. And there were several stories in the news related to this combination of energies. My favorite was that Dr. Ruth Gottsman, who was a retired professor and board member from Albert Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx, she'd been married to some kind of financier, gave a billion dollar donation to the college so that All students going forward will go to the college tuition free. So that is an unbelievable gift that's helping a lot of Aquarian people, allowing them to have an education. Jupiter educates as well as rules benefactors. And Taurus is, you know, money, money. And she is a Saturnian person in terms of her being elderly, Mercury is the students, the sun spotlighting the story, Saturn and Pisces, Mercury, Saturn and Pisces, the ending of the tuition. And it's such a compassionate thing to do to help all these students. And there were beautiful images on social media of when the students heard about this, that they went bananas, crying, so excited. Mars square Jupiter can be feeling elation and excitement and joy. Another story related to this was that a woman lost $800,000 in disability payments. I believe she's from Ireland for winning a tree throwing contest. So she was caught on video throwing this humongous tree So Venus, a woman, Mars competes, Mars rules exercise, 
and squaring Jupiter and Taurus, this enormous tree. She's throwing it. And Venus is, Venus is the money she was making from disability. And Sun, Mercury, Mars, and Saturn, the end in Pisces to this money that's just being given to her that she hasn't done anything to earn. Another story, well, devastating, was that so Jordan and I believe other countries have been dropping packages in Gaza with aid now that the trucks can't go in because of fear of being bombed. It was just a horrific sight seeing, like seeing these people get the aid and then fighting with each other over these resources. So that Mars square Jupiter fighting Mars in Aquarius, massive of people trying to get a Venus gift and squaring Jupiter in Taurus. The, you know, the, these resources that are coming from this other country, these other countries to help people who are literally starving have some, some relief in their suffering. That's the Sun, Mercury, and Saturn in Pisces, that spotlight on the Saturnian suffering of people, Pisces, who are essentially helpless. The theme of this week is Trojan horses, and there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that we're going to have a last quarter moon at 13 degrees of Sagittarius today at 7.23 a.m., Pacific time. Third quarter moons are the crisis of integration of the moon cycle, the psychological integration of what came before it. So you can think back to the new moon three weeks ago and what have you learned over these last three weeks. Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign. So you can think about the flame flickering. It's ruled by the planet Jupiter, planet of optimism. It's associated with exploration, long-distance travel, philosophy, religion, belief systems. It's enthusiastic. A lot of sports stars have Sagittarius energy, as well as pop stars and dancers. There is this sense of carefree nature and joyous nature. There's a lack of commitment can be one of the shadow Sagittarius energies. It can be a little argumentative or tactless on the shadow side or self-indulgence or self-indulgent or just expecting things to go well and like not really putting in the effort. Yeah, it can be also exaggerating. So the sun and the moon at this this last quarter moon are both ruled by the planet Jupiter. So it's a very Jupiterian last quarter moon. So hopefully there will be some joyful experiences for a lot of people. The sun is at 13 degrees of Pisces. The tarot correspondent is the nine of cups. And the nine of cups is like a man sitting and he's very content and has nine cups in front of him. That's one of the best tarot cards. It's the wishes come true card. It's a card about fulfillment. And its astrology correspondence is Jupiter and Pisces, which is abundance and blessings and compassionate energy. The Sabian symbol is a woman wrapped in fox fur. And this brings to mind things about animal magnetism, intelligence, but also mirages and forth and 
mirages and false appearances. The moon is at 13 degrees of Sagittarius and the tarot correspondence is the nine of wands. And that is a card where the, the warrior, it's like the veteran coming home from the war and his head is wrapped in bandages and he's kind of limping along. It's a card of resilience. You're almost there. Keep going. And the Sabian symbol for this degree is a vast panorama of sand and time is unfolding. The pyramids and sphinx in their glory rise before the eye. So again, this to me feels almost like there's also like a nature of mirage here. And this brings to mind cyber stuff. You know, we had all these, these cyber attacks on the pharmacies at the full moon in Virgo with the sun in Pisces, which rules drugs and the moon in Virgo rules health. There was a huge cyber attack in the United States. There was also AT&T had something go down and a bunch of phones lost cell service. I know several people whose websites were hacked. I'm wondering if part of the eclipse season that's coming up will be some kind of, of cyber disruption that has a big impact in the United States. It's just one of the things I've been thinking could be coming. Let's hope not, but the Trojan horses are the theme because of this, because a Trojan horse is something that appeared to be a gift, Venus, but was actually a weapon, Mars. Yeah, and it was, you know, a mirage, and Sagittarius rules horses. Yeah, it also makes me think about could England and some other muse places with museums that have taken artifacts from other cultures be giving them back with this energy? As well as will Egypt start letting some of the people in Gaza in for humanitarian relief or is another thing that has come up in my mind that could be related to this. Looking at the moon phase families, this family was seated back on December 4th of 2021 when the sun and the moon were both in Sagittarius at 12 degrees of Sagittarius. That was a solar eclipse. So look back if there was a big event in your life around that time. Was something seated then? And at the first quarter moon, when the sun was in Virgo and the moon was in Sagittarius, both at 11 degrees on September 3rd, 2022, was there some kind of pivot point? Yeah, and Sagittarius rules adventure. And then the first quarter moon with the sun in Virgo is getting organized or health. You can think about things like that. The full moon where the sun was in Gemini and the moon was in Sagittarius, both at 13 degrees on June 3rd of 2023. Did anything come to your conscious attention? Was there a pivot point about something related to Sagittarius where your expansive plans, you Gemini took in more information? Also look to the house where you have Sagittarius on the cusp and any planets that are around 13 degrees of these mutable signs. The last quarter moon is this week with the sun in Pisces and the moon in Sagittarius, both at 13 degrees on March 3rd, 2024.
If you are interested in embarking on a journey of self-discovery through the lens of the moon, please consider joining me for my Moon Mastery course. I'm gonna be teaching this five-week program for Synchronicity University and working with an organization of this scale has allowed me to only charge $5 a class. If you can afford more, please consider another option. In this class, you will learn everything about the natal transit and progress moon. And by the end, you will have a new perspective to make more conscious decisions, improve personal relationships, and achieve your goals in life. Class begins on Monday, March 4th. And if you miss a class, you can view the recording. Go to synchronicityuniversity.com to sign up today. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that we're going to have a very Uranian week. Several of the personal planets will be making aspects with Uranus, an outer planet. And what happens is this brings the themes the outer planet rules to our conscious attention. Uranus liberates. It awakens us to things. It's disruptive. It can be about reversals. You thought you were going left. Next thing you know, you're going right. Uranus breaks things. It's the planet of shocks and awe, sudden changes. So just be aware there may be things going sideways this week that you weren't expecting. And as Uranus is in the sign of Taurus, a sign of resources and land and banks and financial institutions and things like that. The biggest thing is on Saturday, Mars, the planet of action, conflict, Mars drives, Mars achieves. It's in the sign of Aquarius, which rules technology, lots of people, the collective, you know, artificial intelligence, AI, and all of that kind of stuff is going to square Uranus in Taurus. So this could be like a big natural disaster happening some places, like an earthquake. Um, Aquarius is an air sign, so I was thinking a potential for a tornado, some kind of big storm. We're in Pisces season, and there's a lot of energy in Pisces, this mutable water sign. Mars rules cutting to instruments as well as fire. Uranus is about technical breakthroughs, so there could be, you may read some news about new weapons to be used in war or new guns that is a little shocking to you. Also, it could be about some kind of cyber attack. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Saturn will be conjunct and Uranus contraparallel, which is similar to an oppositional energy with the asteroid Icarus. And Icarus comes from a Greek mythology story. Icarus's father, Daedalus, was a mythical inventor who created wings made of feathers and wax in order to allow him and his son Icarus who were to escape from Crete, where they were being held captive by King Minos. And the big part of the story that's important is that 
His father told him, you know, that he didn't want him to fly too low or too high. And he really needed to not fly too high because of the sun. Well, anyway, Icarus did not listen. He flew too close to the sun and the beeswax melted and he fell into the sea and died. So this makes me think of inventors. And with this being a very Uranian week, Elon Musk came to my mind. Now his son is at seven degrees of cancer and his son is going to be eclipsed by square at the March 25th lunar eclipse, which is at five Libra. And the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction on April 20th is squaring his Mars in his eighth house. He has Mars at 20 degrees of Aquarius, and we're having Mars square Uranus this week and then later on. So he has Mars in Aquarius. He is driven to create technology. He's probably always thinking about the future, another Aquarian theme. He's on the spectrum. He doesn't think the same as other people. His thinking is neurodivergent, which is very Uranian. So there could be some big news about him or some other inventor like him breaking some kind of boundary or like making a big swing for something and it being a failure. Now, people are becoming increasingly concerned about his erratic behavior. He could do something wild this week that leads to lawsuits from investors or something like that. I also wonder if he may, like, we may find out he's getting engaged to someone. Could be something that comes up throughout the eclipse season. But I think we'll be hearing something about him in eclipse season or some other inventor potentially this week about trying something and it not working out the way they planned. It could be like a failure with the with the Jupiterian aspects and then the Sun Saturn last week. On Sunday, the word of the day is shooketh. We start the week with the moon in Sagittarius and Venus in Aquarius is squaring Uranus and Taurus, both at 19 degrees. So you may feel a little bit of shock and awe about something or, or see it. Notice when you see surprising themes, things related to Venus themes, relationships and money, like some couple may split that makes news. This is breakup energy. It also is exciting energy, like you and your boo could do something really fun or exciting with this. You could also just have mental awakenings around love and money or a conversation about like investing in a house or something like that. There could be sudden breaks. There could be lottery winnings. Uranus is a very much a wild card. Some have said if you can predict it, it's not Uranus because things can come out of nowhere. So just it can feel like they've come out of nowhere, but there's been some stress that maybe you weren't, it wasn't in your conscious attention until maybe last week where the sun met Saturn and now, ooh, oh, we're done. The last quarter moon is at 7.23 a.m. Pacific time. Now, there's also energy today, like you could have a little fight in the morning and then make up later, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little chaotic on this day. Looking at the, the chart set in Washington, D.C., I'm pretty concerned about some kind of cyber thing or 
conflict. Yeah, it's, the, Mars is conjunct the midheaven. So there'll be some very public conflict in that we see in the United States this week. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question and I'll record a video for you. Engage in longer-term cosmic success coaching where we work together on a three-month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals, and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology. Or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. On Monday, the word of the day is inventive. This is the day that Mercury in Pisces will sextile Uranus. So thought Mercury in Pisces can be really creative. Sextile Uranus in Taurus at 19 degrees. This is so fertile. You could come up with an amazing idea. Sextiles are opportunities. Write it down because with the Uranian things, they can fall out of your head really quickly. So write it down if you get some great idea. The moon will enter the sign of Capricorn at 1.14 p.m. Pacific time. Capricorn is earth energy. So it's great. I love a Capricorn moon for getting stuff done, for being productive. Capricornian energy is cautious. So maybe in the Sagittarius energy, oh, you came up with a great idea. And now Capricorn, you can think about what could maybe go wrong or the things, the structures that are needed in order to support what you want to bring to life. Mars in Aquarius is trying the South Node in Libra and sextile the North Node in Aries. So Mars severs and separates as well as achieving, striving, and wanting to succeed. Now, this could be someone saying, oh, Mars, I want to sever this relationship, Libra, so that I can be independent, Aries. This is great energy from to sever from an unhealthy relationship and, and be independent, but don't be impulsive. It could be an unhealthy relationship with anything. It doesn't have to be about a person. It could be about a thing or a habit or what have you. But notice what comes to your conscious attention. On Tuesday, the word of the day is pulsating. The sun in Pisces is King Kunks, the south node in Libra. King Kunks move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of something. It's adjustment energy. Oh, and they're both at 15 degrees of their respective signs. So if you have anything about 15 degrees of Pisces and 15 degrees of Libra, know, know that this can be a health aspect. So if you're not feeling well, 
like you start getting a tickle in your throat, you may be getting sick, so get extra rest. I'm not sure why it's called pulsating, but that is just the word that really came to my mind with this energy. It's like this this beat I'm feeling with, with this energy on the day, on this day. Wednesday, the word of the day is covert. Mars in Aquarius is sextile Chiron in Aries. They're both at 17 degrees of their respective signs. Now we had Chiron conjunct the North Node right before we had the AT&T lose service for tens of thousands of people and the cyber attack on the pharmacies where people can get their medications. And when that happened, Mars and Venus were in Aquarius on the north node of the United States, amplifying like that 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 conflict. So anyway, now that Mars and, and Chiron are in sextile and we're in the waning phase of the moon cycle, somebody may be taking action or planning something disruptive that injures the United States, because the United States is in a Chiron return or companies here or what have you. The moon will enter Aquarius at 4.38 p.m. Aquarius is a sign of technology. It's future oriented. It rules lots of people. And then we're going to have a balsamic moon at two degrees of Aquarius. So notice where that's in your chart. The balsamic moon is the last phase of the moon cycle where we release and let go of whatever is still left. The moon is emptying out the rest of her light in order to prepare to become anew, prepare to be reborn. Now this moon is carrying the light of Pluto because the moon met Pluto as soon as it went into Aquarius and Pluto unearths things. So it brings to light things that are buried or buries things. So really what notice emotionally what comes up to your conscious attention, especially if you're feeling fearful or engaged or like there's some kind of power struggle going on beneath the surface. This could be, mm, yeah, Mars, Mars sextile Chiron could be very angry energy. There's something this week about if you're feeling depressed or you know someone who really struggles with depression, check on them. Check on them because I feel like there's suicide energy this week. Yeah, and with all the Uranian things, people can seek a, a, a temporary, a, a long-term solution for a transitory problem. Yeah, and if you're suffering yourself, just just call, get help, or something like that. Now, also with the the word of the day being covert, like some you know, cyber attack company can be planning something and doing it in the dark. When you do things where there's barely any moonlight, things can go unnoticed. So I'm, I'm concerned about like some, something being seated and we don't really realize what's happened until March 25th, like some, some worm, some Trojan horse that is some kind of technology, brings some technology breakdown of some sort. On Thursday, the word of the day is sharp. The moon will be conjunct Mars and Aquarius. So be careful about 
cutting yourself with a knife, or you, this could be like having a little bit of an upset tummy or feeling like a little emotionally mad. So yeah, just be careful with sharp objects. That conjunction is going to happen at 18 degrees of Aquarius. So especially if you have something right around there, be mindful to not be impulsive or rushing around or moving fast because boop, you can have a little accident. On Friday, the word of the day is stormy. Mercury and Neptune meet at 27 degrees of Pisces. Mutable water sign. Pisces rules water and Neptune is oceanic. It also, deception is a big theme with Pisces as well. The moon will enter Pisces at 5.03 p.m. Pacific time. This is a great time to release, relax, go with the flow, listen to beautiful music. If you need to cry, it's a great time to cry it out. Some people may be feeling really melancholy. On Saturday, the word of the day is awareness. This is a huge day. Now, the main action may happen before this day because Mars transits come in early. But first, the moon will conjunct Saturn at 10 degrees of Pisces. Moon Saturn can be feeling really blue, having nostalgia. Being if you, Again, if you're worried about anyone depressed or yourself, you're struggling, call some kind of hotline or a friend or your doctor or your therapist. Mars will square Uranus, Mars and Aquarius, Uranus and Taurus, both at 19 degrees. And then the sun in Pisces will sextile Uranus. So the sun brings awareness to Uranian themes. Like you may have an awakening or a thought like, I really need to get help because I'm down. Or there could be, you know, a lot of excitement. Mars and Aquarius square Uranus where it sounds like a lot of handgun violence this weekend, like Mars attacks yeah, it could be something like a natural disaster. It could be, yeah, it could be a lot of different things. But it's uh, there will be things that happen with that are about Mars, action, aggression, drive, assertion, competition, and Aquarius, lots of people, squaring Uranus, ten, squares are tense. Uranus, we talked about earlier, all the things it rules. Yeah, and then the sun will spotlight it bringing it to our conscious attention. It could also be we just hear about some great scientific advancement with this. Taking the action to make a scientific advancement is also possible. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, 
rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.